0: Breakfast with Bossy and Brandy. Great to have your company here. Uh, just looking outside, Andrew, I know the sun is somewhere, but it's behind a lot of clouds today. Um, we're in for some rain. It's pretty dark outside.
1: That's a very good weather weather update. I thought it was good yeah, it's a little dark outside. A little dark. Yes. Uh, I think we should start this hour of the program just a, a bit of unpacking from the weekend in the Rugby League pre-season season uh, challenge and of course we had the All Stars as well, Brandy, which you worked on in the folly coverage. I went out and saw the Bulldogs firsthand last Thursday night. Was at the uh, Dragons game and I've basically taken in every other match. I mean, it's very hard. You're walking around. I did probably I probably did more watching on my phone than I've ever done in my life. So wherever I was, the phone's there with the rugby league on. Boom. When you're sitting at dinner, the whole thing um, there. I'll give you. We'll go one for one on the takeouts now. Okay. From the Warriors-Tigers game, and I know the Warriors lost, uh, but I'm going to say the Warriors' depth. I'm, I'm contemplating putting them in as a top four side this year, um, the Warriors, cementing what they did last year. I think they have depth. Oh, gee, I think they've got some good young talent. And the thing I like about I think they're a bit tougher. To me, you know, they defend. I know they were playing the Tigers, but they only had 12 men. I thought they defended some really good periods yesterday. I think the Warriors have depth now. I think I think it won't be a false dawn last year, Brandy. I think they can build on what they did last year and actually be better. So, there's my first take out Warriors to improve on last year.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I I I read so much about the Bulldogs over the off season. I read and I read about Gus and what he's been doing with the juniors. Uh, and caught up even via my wife's social media to just follow Gus and his chat about what he's doing with this club. Now, when I watched the Bulldogs on Thursday night, and I didn't get a chance, because Friday is my um, audio, I I didn't get a chance to say how impressive I thought the dogs were. Um, There's some selection headaches for Cameron Sorraldo with Mm. who he plays in the halves, but the youngsters... And, and I know this is a picture to the future, but, boy, they were impressive. Uh, a Agreed. whole host of them. Joseph O'Neill, uh, Joash Papali, uh, who, I've, who I watched a fair bit of play uh, SG Ball last year. They're, they're, they're very good. Um, and all the chat about the juniors and what Gus has been doing, well, was confirmed on Thursday night. Because that was good. my takeout.
1: Good take-out. Now, I'll give you one on from South Sydney Dragons. South Sydney front row rotation. Um, Thomas Burgess is there. Tevita Tatola. Sean Kepi looks like a really good signing. He looks really Goodbye. fit. Um, and, and, and size. I mean, he has yeah. size. And then you're throwing Davey Moali off the bench. Look, much improved. He's obviously had another really good off-season. Already played 31 NRL games. They have a very good front row rotation, and the key to South City's best football is just you know, bang, bang, bang. Damien Cook running off quick, play the balls where they you know get over the advantage line. Cody Walker steps in, does his thing, and Latrell Mitchell. I mean, it's as simple as that. South City's Mm -hmm. plan. So, I looked at their front row rotation, really good foundation for South Sydney success, and I had a question mark on them. So then you throw a Jack White into the mix as well, Rabbitohs. You would think bounce back from a very disappointing last
0: year. I would think so too. I'm, I'm with you on that. And, and, and Tavita Totola T- T- had a, a tough year injury-wise, missed a, a fair bit of footy. Sean Kepi, I agree with you, is a terrific buy. I, I think he's mm-hmm. very big, he's mobile. Uh, my other takeout, Andrew, was uh, surrounding the Broncos, uh, who mm-hmm. have lost a host of players um, and, and big names too. Um, uh, yep, Flegler um, and also Herbie Farmworth moving on. Uh, Brendan Piakura. Now, they, they parted ways with Sh- uh, Capewell late in Kirk the off season. yep. So, Kirk Capewell moved to the Warriors. Brendan Piakura will be a, a star in the back row for the Broncos this year. I thought he was outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Selwyn Cobbo. So, the left side, which includes Ezra Mam, Selwyn Cobbo at centre. Uh, whether it's Jesse Arthur or Corey Oates on the wing, Brendan Piakura in the back row, with Reese Walsh involved, they will be a handful, um, and I think that left left edge of the Broncos will be talked about uh, for most of the season as being yeah. very productive.
1: I'll double down on that with my third takeout from the weekend, I've, and I just wrote down Brisbane star quality. I think there are stars that will be. Provided they continue to work hard, and I've got no reason to think they won't. I don't think there'll be complacency. I think they'll rip a second one in a few sides this year, Brisbane, when they have their uh, on-game. So Brisbane star quality um, reinforced by a very first glimpse at them for this year.
0: Yep. Um, Now, uh, confirmed not much over a week of trials. Rethink, maybe, um, about what I was thinking. Uh, Newcastle had a big win over the Sharks, but the Sharks were, were... you know, under strength compared to what the uh, the Knights were, even though they had a number of stars out. Adam O'Brien's got some selection headaches. Uh, Cooper made, Cooper Cronk uh, came out before the game and said, I'd have Jack Cogger at half, not Jack, Jackson Hastings. I, I'm Off the back of what I saw, not that I needed confirming to know that Jack Cogger is a, a first grader, a starting first grader. I don't know whether it's Jackson Hastings or Tyson Gamble that makes way for Jack Cogger. I'm not sure which is the best combination. I don't know if Adam O'Brien would know which is the best combination, but he's got some. Uh, well, he's got some decisions to make, and he's also got some decisions to make around the nine uh, with Jaden Braley, Phoenix Crossland, Riley Jones, who was very good. Uh, so they've got options. Um, His best thirteen, I'm unsure of at the moment. Uh,
1: question: That's our three takeouts from the. Weekend, But uh, Hugh from Carringbar Bar on the Tech says, Good morning, boys. What do you think of the Raiders' performance on the weekend? Even though it was against an understrength Parramatta side, uh, we showcase a lot of young talent coming through. I think that can be said too. Um, the, the, you know, there's some players there that outside of the Raiders you know very little about. And this is where it's so hard to gauge because when you've got new young players coming in and they look okay but they're against other New young players. How are they going to go against established first graders? That's where it's very hard to gauge. So yep. good signs, but I'm going to keep a powder dry on um, the Canberra Raiders because I, uh, I don't have them in my eight, but no, there was I some don't. signs of some reasonable depth
0: there. Uh, just on the, the fullback, and, and that was one of the games. I was in Gosford for the Newcastle Sharks-Roosters-Manly game. I was in the car um, driving back. To uh, back home, so I missed. I've seen the the tries scored in the Eels Raiders game. Uh, is it Chevy Stewart, the fullback, the young fullback? Yep, yep. yep. Do, do we know? Have we got any? Uh, have we got any mail on how he went over the? Uh, yeah, no, Chevy. No, purpose? no. Figured.
1: I think he got a try as well. Um, he's um, and, and very much in the mix to start. Mm. You know, he, he could be there right from round one. So a little appraisal. ...of the Raiders. Uh, Michelle Bishop's going to have more news on Dominic Young. That's probably the big injury news out of the weekend, the seriousness of the neck injury. Um, so we'll talk about that with Michelle Bishop uh, on the program. In fact, is Michelle, is Michelle there now? I think we can go to Michelle right now. Uh, now, I, but, but firstly, with Michelle, before we get to the hard-hitting news... Um, Phil the Dragons come in, and I'll get Michelle's opinion because we've given our opinion on the Mankini that kids would not be offended by someone riding a Mankini on horseback, which is the situation with the equestrian. Phil the Dragon says I've been holidaying down at the beautiful Mollymook Beach for the last week, and can confirm I spotted a gentleman in inverted commas in his 60s emerging from the surf yesterday, wearing a Mankini. Oh yeah. my God, not a good look. Phil the
0: Dragon, get man serious. in his 60s. Well, so so. Y- y- well, you, but you can't, you can't hang anyone for bad taste. So, that, that's, so Michelle that's, Bishop. That's a sight.
1: Michelle, you answer the question. Mankinis. Oh no, there's an intro first. Is okay. Well, let's make it Come official. On.
2: And now on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the back page with Michelle Bishop.
1: So, so the setup around the story is the Australian equestrian star Shane Rose's chances of attending a fourth Olympic Games have been thrown into doubt. After the three-time medalist was stood down by Question Australia for wearing a mankini costume during a fancy dress class at an event last weekend in the Southern Highlands, he came out wearing the Borat mankini on horseback. And they're saying there were children in the crowd. Now, I'm saying children wouldn't be offended by it at all. In fact, they would laugh. They're not the ones outraged. Michelle Bishop, mankinis in, out, good form, offensive. What's your thoughts? Where do you you sit or stand on this one?
2: Guys, not only should Shane Rose compete in Paris, he should compete with a fluoro green and gold mankini. What a bunch of stiffs get a life. It was a fancy dress event in the Southern Highlands. Um, Look, we even had Vicky Roycroft, so a three-time Olympian, saying, if anything, she thought the pictures were funny and the sport needs a bit of humour.
0: Well, that's uh, now an important thing, Michelle. it, It was the Southern Highlands. You know, the sort of the types that get well, down is there. true? Yeah. yeah. Andrew?
2: Well, and it wasn't well, too no, cold look, either.
1: It's, it's mankini. not a mankini-wearing area. So maybe it's just a, it's. Yeah, are you saying it's the outrage of the mankini yeah, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. the problem.
2: Look, guys, no one's I hopping so. on a ride on, just, on Moa
1: wearing a mankini. Put it that way. No I going to you
2: though, guys... Mm. This could have just been what he—they wouldn't stipulate. A Question Australia wouldn't stipulate. It could have just been one single complaint that forced him to be stood down. I think it was, and I they're going to review it. And you I know, think it was one complaint. Yeah. What a joke! Right.
0: Is, uh, um, is, is Darren Gosia the former touch judge, um, the boss of Question be, Australia? Yeah, busy. The, the sidelines p- of the in the NRL yeah, the could stage. be,
2: could up be. Time for him?
0: Great story great
2: story. Yeah.
0: Mm. Uh, Michelle, what else?
2: Well uh, let's talk about uh, Dom Young obviously new roosters recruit coming from Newcastle, big things expected for him. Uh, he will not be on a plane going to Las Vegas. Uh, In fact, he could be in hospital having surgery, Um, obviously the victim of a crusher tackle uh, in his side's trial at the weekend uh, against Manly. So it was Manly forward, uh, Top Sipley. Uh, He's actually been charged with a grade two crusher tackle. He faces a three-week ban. But guys, he was originally taken to hospital and well done to the roosters just for precautionary reasons there at Gosford Hospital on the Central Coast. Uh, He came home uh, across the weekend and started to feel a little bit of pain. So back off to the hospital again yesterday afternoon and scans have actually revealed that he has ligament damage to the neck so a bit of a wait and see um, in, in terms of whether he will in fact have surgery or not but uh, unintentional uh, from what we see but uh, obviously the game's trying to stamp out those t- types of tackles uh, so uh, simply facing that three-week ban but really unfortunate start for Dom Young there at the Roosters
0: mm, I, I think it all stems back to the problem with you know what, what we do the, the, the wrestling um, and that's how they get a player in that sort of position. Uh, but they are trying to get him to ground, it, it's, you know, and sometimes it can happen very quickly. You, it's, you're in a dangerous situation, and, and that happens. Uh, Michelle, your top three takeouts from NRL trials.
2: Oh, gosh, on the weekends, Well, where do we start? I, I, I have to agree with you with the, with the Bulldogs. There's been so much hype in and around them. Actually, a lot of pressure. Um, on Cameron Seraldo and of course, Gus builds in the paper every second day on what's going on there. Um, but yeah, I think there's some exciting. Not, not going to exactly win a premiership this year or in the next two years or so, but some potential there. Um, Manly, Manly's excited me, guys. Um, I thought they played some entertaining football. Uh, that that try in particular, Jackson Paulo, uh, the way that all started, the lead up to that yeah, was fantastic. That's again, yeah. next there. Uh, and, and against the Roosters, I mean, they had a, a fair few uh, big names uh, in the Roosters pack. And my third one would have to be, probably a little bit biased, this massive Jack Cogger fan, um, the Quiet Achiever, a bit like his dad, still watch his dad on VHS uh, from from the old footy days. But um, he was fantastic yesterday. Came in, came on, um, well, it was about 20-minute mark, 40-20 uh, straight up. And, and I still have to say, my I, I'd be, well, O'Brien's got a... a, a had there fair in terms of selection, which is a good one, uh, but Hastings killed it as well. So I'd um I'd be looking at those two, for to kick off the season. Can I over plus? Can I, have get a pl- can I over
1: Can I over plus one on my take? Take three takeouts as well. Roger Tuivasa-Sheck yeah, returned to rugby league. Was great to see and some strong defence and yeah. and looks so fit and strong. Looks like he's more powerful now than he was. It looks like he's, he's had a pretty easy time the last few. Can I be honest? I'm not being sarcastic here, I think he's had a pretty easy couple of years. I don't think he's caught many hits, and I think he comes back mm. <laughs> fresh and ready to go. Uh,
0: someone did it. Someone did a report and, and just uh, tallied up metres from his last eight games he played in rugby, and they were the same as what he ran yesterday. <laughs> oh, oh wow. Yeah, Are you sure there's the bona fides yeah, of I'm, that? You're, you're, no, you're, I'm serious. There, yeah, was a, okay. there was a little tally yes. in, yeah. in, in someone told me about it and said Roger, NRL, 115 metres uh, yep. in a game yep. and in his for the whole season, boy, 114 yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. was it. Uh,
1: the NRL welfare hotline, Michelle, what is this?
2: Yeah, a bit of a breakthrough in this. Um, I, I think it's exciting. The NRL and more importantly, the RLPA, the Rugby League Players Association, they're all for it. They're working on a confidential welfare hotline. It's to support, uh, support and protect the health of players, across all seventeen clubs. So this will allow players, coaches and officials to effectively become whistle Have the confidence to privately expose anything that where they think, yeah, no, that's not right. Uh, you know, makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. Uh those sort of things would have previously been been ignored and also you know it's going to get rid of that old school mentality where you know she'll be right it's all right nothing to see here and and encourage uh those involved in the game to speak up um and i think the example's been used i hate flogging it but we always do but it was quite a serious time in our game that's the peptide scandal with the sharks in 2011 after the event there was you know people that said they weren't feeling comfortable perhaps a call to the hotline uh could have prevented it being as um as severe as what it was. Uh, No retribution is the other big thing because it'll all be kept confidential. Those calls will be made. They'll go to an independent panel um, and and be investigated. And this is across the NRL and the NRLW. I think it should go all the way through from grassroots. I know you're probably probably there forever investigating things, but certainly uh, things wouldn't fly under the radar. Um, In fact, I'd love it to be across all codes, guys. And that way, you know, there'd be no bias. It'd be fully independent, but it's a step in the right direction. Right. Now mm-hmm. back
1: to Mankini's. Uh, Matt's come in on the text, he said, and, and maybe he knows a bit about it. So d- does the rider actually leave the saddle when they go over the jump? Because he's saying that when the jumping, the fence is on the horse, the Mankini doesn't actually hold the balls in. <laughs> the I balls come out the, the side and go back in. So no, as you, 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 you go over the idiot. jump, you picture it, the yep. rider's comes behind off the saddle. comes off the saddle Yep. The junk falls out either side and then well, is reclaimed man. on the That way could be an down. excuse for a complaint, <laughs> couldn't it? So the people oh. from behind were complaining. They had right to complain <laughs> about the mankini. Michelle, any thoughts on that image?
2: Oh, oh, that's new region. No, it's area I'm not game enough to go near. But what I will talk to you about and where I will go this morning is Will Pokovsky um, oh, did you notice right. I just moved that right along?
1: Yes. Well, but, but before you do... if you're you after do... a
2: mankini... <laughs> yeah, OK. <laughs> if you're after a mankini, guys, I did look it up. They retail at thirteen ninety five, but really expensive. Mm, the rest right. of the orange ones are around twenty They're out of stock at the moment on eBay. Well, anyway, well, let's... let's move right on to Will Podolsky, the Victorian. Yes. Uh, his journey's obviously been well-documented. A horrific run with what we all thought were concussions. Sidelined from the game at least 10 times. Back and forth with medical experts. Yesterday at the SCG dug deep, 131 runs against New South Wales. It's his first Sheffield Shield century in three years, 101 off, 258 balls. Um, Only five boundaries, so he was uh, forced to work hard for it. Seventh, first class century. But let's get to the point of why I want to bring this up this morning. For so long, he's uh, believed that this was all to do with concussion. In the lead up to this, uh, he's realised the issues are related to mental health rather than concussion. Now, what he's revealed is he suffered a concussion as a schoolboy playing Aussie rules, and it was a particularly nasty one. Um, and there's been a bit of light bulb moment for him. He's been working for the past 12 months with a concussion specialist, and he's described it as unlocking the demons he struggled with uh, once and for all. Guys, he's been having things like um, sinus issues, um, you know, headaches, that sort of stuff, um, mm-hmm. dizziness, suffering those sort of symptoms for a very long time, and he just accepts them as as part of life. Um, But as I said, working with this concussion specialist, these symptoms have completely disappeared. He's uh, dubbed it a monumental breakthrough um, and wants to tell his story to everyone. So there's so much in this concussion space that we just don't know. It's so complex. But, um, you know, obviously, him admitting that he's been having these mental health issues from a concussion from a young age, working on it, working with a specialist, and now he seems to be producing the goods on the field and enjoying life uh, on a daily basis.
0: Yeah, good to see. Uh, 10 out of 10 this morning, Michelle. Fantastic sports update. Lots of topics covered. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Go away, Thanks, happy. guys. Go away, happy. Come on, come on, let's get together. You know, we made a to Make it look easy with Sports
1: Chances are you're about to lose.
0: And here he is, Nick Ashman from Sports Pet. Morning, Nick. G'day, Brandy. How was your weekend? Weekend was terrific, mate. Weekend was terrific. Uh, yours, uh, I'm thinking, was uh, good. There was plenty of horse racing on. <laughs> plenty of things people could have a bet yeah. on. Um, so what do you got for us this morning?
3: Well, uh, there's been big news out of Ukraine over the weekend. Um, the officials now, you guys might have heard on your holidays that we've been covering a bit of these gets for 2024, which of course is... Held in uh, May, Sunday, May twelve, our time, and uh, the one-time favourites was Sweden. It's, it's bounced around, but Ukraine's been off the map, double figures into three dollar forty outright favourites. Now the big story has come over the weekend that the officials of the Eurovision, uh, I guess, uh, team for Ukraine, have spent eleven million Ukraine dollars, which equates to a bit under half a million Aussie dollars to find uh the two or to find the right song and the right people to go to Eurovision with now they landed on two girls but the country's in uproar because they've come out and said well at a time you know in a space that we're in here in Ukraine currently with the war going on why are we spending half you know uh, half a million Aussie or in their case 11 million of our dollars on uh, trying to win Eurovision so it's been a huge story over in Ukraine now what that's meant is the smarties, if you like, the smart punters have looked at that and gone, well, hang on, they're making a real bold bid to try and win Eurovision. If they're going to pump money at this point in time into it, and Ukraine has been about $11 into $3.40, and they're now Ooh, the outright favourite. So I short, thought that was probably yeah. one of the most interesting market moves we've seen over the
1: weekend, guys. Uh, big short. Didn't get on board, which had have tipped me off or something. The old, I would have gone on. I would have yeah. bet up there on the Ukraine. <laughs> Gamble responsibly, of course. Yeah. I, that, I wasn't expecting that as our lead story this morning from you, Nick. But well done, very interesting, yeah. very interesting that it's yeah. now been brought to our attention. Uh, NBA NBA All Stars, this one gets yeah, a lot of yeah. That's interest. on today,
3: yeah. NBA All Stars, everyone loves this game. It's on at midday today, uh, West versus East. The West are the favorites here, guys, at a dollar sixty-eight versus the East at uh, two dollars fifteen. So there's a bit to play out there. Obviously, you can bet on. Um, Whole, to score fifty points or plus. Uh, you know, Damien Lillard for example is ten dollars in that market if you like in. Jason Tatum's also ten bucks. You can get a whole lot of things uh to record six plus assists. Uh Jokic there is a dollar sixty seven. So Go to the Sportsbet uh, app and just click, uh, select the MBR All Star Game. You'll find a whole host of options there. Handicap betting, for instance, if you like the West to get the job done comfortably, you could take him at a dollar eighty-seven minus two and a half points, guys. So plenty of options there today, and plenty of options for Eurovision going forward as well. There we go, Sportsbet cover it all, don't they?
0: Uh, odds for everything. <laughs> Nick, good chatting, mate. We'll uh, we'll catch you later in the week. Definitely. boys. have a good one. Make it look easy with Sportsbet.
3: Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au
0: Vanessa, thank you. And remember, if any news breaks around Sydney each morning, we'll break it from sport to tell you first. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter shaping and building Australia together. Here are some of the sports headlines of the morning. The Sydney Kings have managed to clinch a final spot in the NBL after destroying... A depleted Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, 122-67. to 67. Boy, they smashed them. It was their biggest winning margin in franchise history. How depleted were the Phoenix? They oh, season they, gone. Season, season gone, bottom
1: turned. of the table. Yeah, all, all gone. Uh, so that means the Kings, if they are to win, it is a little unlikely, but it's all sudden death from here. So they go into the finals in a sudden death situation Wednesday week when they take on... Uh, the New Zealand Breakers. The Hawks have that little little buffer uh, when they play the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers and the top two teams get uh, next weekend or get they get a couple of weeks off, in fact, before they appear in the finals. Now, the cricket in uh, India, SEN coverage over the weekend, fantastic service. Um, their biggest win in test cricket by runs. They dismissed England for 122 in the second innings in their pursuit of the unlikely target of 557.
2: Down the track again goes Mark Wood. And this time doesn't clear the fielder. And it's quite fitting that it's the double centurion who will help Jadeja take his fifth wicket for the innings. well with the catch. Jadeja with the wicket. Wood goes for 33. England bowled out for 122. And India have absolutely walloped their visitors. They've won the third test match by 400. And 34 runs to go 2-1 up with two to play.
0: Uh, and if you thought that was a big win, the Australian women's cricket side secured victory in the multi-format series against South Africa after crushing the Proteas by innings and 284 runs mm. inside three days in Perth. They played in some tough conditions. Uh, it was 43, I think, on day two over there. Like, it was mm. really hot in Uh, Ricky
1: Ponting will be our special guest later in the show. So lots of cricket to talk about there with Ricky. And just on the A-League, if you're not aware, um, three Sydney teams up in the uh, top six sides at the moment. Sydney FC, their unbeaten streak is now five games after a 2-1 win over Adelaide United. They're fifth on the ladder behind Wellington, Central Coast, MacArthur FC and Melbourne victory. The Wanderers are sixth. They went down to the Mariners uh, 1-0 yesterday. More with Andy Harper after 8 o'clock uh, this morning. Um, certainly the A-League, it's a, it's a charge of the light brigade, but you know, Sydney FC have got things right. There's no question of that. And uh, the other teams, and, and the Central Coast Mariners are just doing you know, famously, really, on the back of their mm. championship success last year. Now, Brandy, being a Monday, who needs to pull up their socks after the weekend? It's all thanks to All Day Socks by Underworks, comfiest ever socks for that new sock feeling wash after wash. After Wash, any nominations?
0: Uh, Well, it's got to be what we've been talking about. Anyone involved in uh, equestrian Australia that is thinking of an inquiry, uh, re Shane Rose. Mm. uh, Pull up your socks.
1: Nice, nice. I'm going to give Jordan Spieth a little touch-up. I mean, just in a sport where there's there's millions of dollars of prize money Mm. up for grabs, and after the second round, he makes the cut, but he signed an incorrect card. He oh. put himself down for a par when he had actually had a bogey on the par three in, in round two. So a professional sport, you know, like, attention to that, signed a wrong card. Shouldn't happen, mm. should it? Anyway, but it tossed himself, it, and he missed. Yeah, he gets disqualified, out, would have made the yeah. cut, misses the cut. There we go. Jordan Smith, pull up your socks.
0: Happened more regularly, but more than you'd, you'd think it would happen. But it does uh, happen, doesn't it? You You, yeah. you do hear that. Yes. Um, so there's our pull-up-our-socks nominations. Uh, there's a nomination sure for us.
1: Plenty. Oh, there's a nomination for us, I think. Simo from Balmain. Yes, Where lads. Roger Tulvastashek, another rugby league superstar that couldn't make it in rugby. How yeah. many success stories is that over the last 15 years? Maybe bench-warmer Sonny Bill Williams. Sniping at rugby is a constant with rugby league commentators. You guys can't help yourself. Insecurities galore. Yeah, Thank well, let me, Simo let me... from Balmain.
0: Okay. Thanks, Simo. Uh, I'll double down on uh, that little... T- <laughs> Bit of uh, information I bought you, and I, mm. I I remembered it wrongly. So, and you wouldn't believe who's posted this. Uh, Nathan Brooks, uh, number one Dragons fan. Nathan Brooks mm. from SEN. Uh, RTS meters in fifty minutes of trial v Tigers, one fourteen. RTS in eighteen games with the Blues rugby team, one thirteen. Eighteen games. Eighteen. <laughs> just eight.
1: I said, I said Eighteen. Eight. Eighteen. Simo. Come back, come back at us. Uh, we want your nominations. Send them through right now on the text line 0457 736 736. We'll get them in just a moment. We are here for Brighton's lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's lawyers. Come on, come
0: on, let's together. Thanks for making the switch to Sydney's Home of Sport. SEN 1170am. Rain across Sydney today. Very dark here at the moment. It's starting to lighten up. I'm heading for a top of 27 in the city and the west, and you're a reminder you can win weekly prizes and a major prize of an NRL grand final experience thanks to the brand of hot water that comes on heady, heady, even steady. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Hot and strong. Steady, Ring. hot and strong. How could you get yes. that wrong, Brandy? Now, your head lives I'm, in I'm, your head. I'm, to- I'm talking fast. Uh, visit no. nrltipping.sen.com.au. Uh, can I, uh, we've got Ricky Ponning coming up in the next hour, and we'd like to uh throw out there. If you've got a question for Ricky for the punter, uh, yeah. text it in. 0457-736-736. And also Andrew, a you mentioned Jordan Speith, just a golf up, update of the Genesis invitational. Jason Day still hanging around. Uh, Luke List. Patrick Cantelet has led by f- as many as five or six strokes throughout the tournament. Uh he's he's even par through his ra- se- seven holes so far. Luke List is five under after eight holes. And he's in the lead by two shots. Jason Day still at 11 under. Uh, so he's five shots off the lead. Uh, remember you spoke about Cam Davis after his opening round oh, yeah, 65? Yeah. Wow. He's fallen off the map. 73-73 yeah. and a 75 today to finish at two over the car. Se- second round he had five bogeys in a row at one stage. Um, just on the golf. And, and
1: I think Charlie's hitting the piano. Those top notes a little, a little bit loud. Um, so, Panther Pete says, Andrew Gregg, can you tell me why golf has not gone to technology via an app for their scorecard? Would this have saved Jordan Spieth? Like, why do they have to actually, not not bad observation, actually, why do they have to still go old school with pencil and card mm. in their back pocket? As they finish a hole, but, why wouldn't that just be recorded? Why is it up to the player to record his score? Like, seriously, what is that about? No, that's true. Yeah. Like, a cricketer doesn't add his runs up. No, just it is it is ridiculous, really, when you think about it. That that's yeah. You know, if you play, if I'm playing you, I'm writing down my score. But in a pro tournament where there are scoreboards everywhere, yep. Why does the player have to keep a score? Uh, P, give me that's one a reason. Very good point.
3: There one is no, reason. Well, just, just why
1: tradition?
0: Yeah, tradition. <laughs> Stupid. There, no reason. Stupid. You shouldn't, you shouldn't get disqualified because you f- accidentally no. sign a card that where you no. put down a five instead of a four. TV, everything—they're all keeping count. Why does the yeah. player have to keep his own score?
1: Panther Pete, have we got have we got a SigNet Boost Power Bank bang to give away. To Panther oh, yes, Pete, we Panther have. Pete, you are so on the money with that text. That surely technology has got to catch up with golf somewhere in the keeping of score for players. Panther Pete, SigNet because Boost Power Bank
0: coming your way. So, and I haven't played competition golf for some time, but when mm. when you do play competition golf, and say me and you were were in the same yeah. foursome. Do you yep. write my score down and I write yours down? Or oh, do you write geez, your no, own score down? No, you write your own score, don't you? I don't, do I I don't, have to I don't know. Anyway. I don't yeah. know. Uh, I, well, we don't write anymore. We, we yeah. punch it into the com, into your phone. Yeah, yeah. Now,
1: pull up your socks. Dragons had their full team on the field and got beaten by a South's NRL forward pack and a New South Wales Cup backline. If that sales team on Saturday was to play... NRL week in week out, that Saints team—it's says sales team. They mm. would finish about fifteenth. Put your house on the Dragons with a spoon. There you mm. go, Dragons yeah. spoon. Pull up your socks, yeah. Underworks. Well, Heavy.
0: I've see. I've put mine in. I've done my eight, my dally M winner, my spoon, mm. um, all, and all a spoon. Things yes. Things. yes. Mm.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm. Uh, I won't. I won't release anything yet. Uh, Morning boys. With South front row, you ha- also have to throw in Shaq Mitchell. Now, I thought Shaq Mitchell was very good in the uh, the All-Stars yeah. game. Um, uh, I also liked young Jai Gray's game. Didn't know J- much oh, about Oh, Jai Gray. Yeah. Jai Gray, yeah, young fullback.
1: Young Queenslander. Yeah, mm. under, Queenslander under 19 rep. No, very, very sharp. Made a mistake. Very first play. And that's what added to the performance, Brandy. Comes in nervous. First involvement. Makes mistake. Then everything out of that was 9 out of 10 or above.
0: That's how good he was. Uh, Simo is back on the uh, on the text. Good, line. Simo excellent, from Balmain. Love he said uh, they're not meaningless stats, Brandy. They simply confirm his inability to break tighter defensive lines. He would have had more carries in rugby per match than in the NRL. Uh, he was playing twelve, where space in attack is limited. Uh, I would have played him thirteen. yet well, isn't the twelve in rugby almost like a crash runner? Just, mm, just yeah, you just, just crashing into the, on the numbers. Yeah.
1: There we go. Good on you, Simo. Keep, Thanks, keep Simo. punching them. Yeah, keep jabbing, Keep, keep
0: filling us with the, the info,
1: yeah. Uh, Souths were playing the Dragons with half a first-grade team in the first half against the Dragons. Dragons played their strongest team. Dragons are going to struggle this season. Lots of negative
0: about the Dragons. No one's really coming up with positive stuff. Uh, mm. Yes. Uh, you talked about your positives, boys. Uh, what about your negatives? Who are you worried about? Mm. Uh, well... Dragons? Dragons. <laughs> oh, that's, that's not, not good, laugh. is it? No,
1: yeah. no, no. But um, no, there hasn't been much positive about the Dragons. One game in, Flanno, Um you've got a job to do, but it, he's been around long enough to know that it is just one preseason trial. They're working on things, um, and he'll continue to work on them. Tip from the weekend matches. Will we see the below headline again this season? I'd like to come home to Queensland. Ben Hunt. It's more Dragons. More Dragons in the firing line. Ben
0: Hunt. Mm. Do you think he'll mm. back out? So do you think the Dragons... Well the, are the Dragons ready to overtake the Tiger talk from the last few years? Um, Brandy says the Brisbane Earl, I'm sure the number 10 from the Cowboys being from Tanzania. It's only a matter of time before we have our first NRL product from that famous country, Nambia. Uh, <laughs> that could be right, Brisbane Earl. Uh, yep, yeah, um, Marley, getting getting Boon, getting Boon. Yeah. Well, um, yes. I'll, I'll tell you this
1: yeah, much, Brandon, uh, until the, um, the next Rugby League World Cup, which was to be in France, but then, of course, it got kiboshed and, and now we'll end up down here and we'll, we'll probably have less teams. But the plan was, it was odds on we would have an African nation playing at the next Rugby League World Cup if it was over in France. The way they'd done the qualifying stages and all that, it would, li- it would likely be that there would be a Nigeria playing at the Rugby League World Cup. Mm. We were headed that way. But I really? don't know what, what's happened but now what, with the restructure in the year. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, uh, so there is a Pacific Championship at the end of the year. There's a, yeah, th- back that's again. That's rolling yeah. around again. Yeah, back again. Uh, Locked in. Okay. Peter Volandys
1: and sh- made sure of that.
0: Yeah. Uh, here's one for maybe for Simo from Balmain. Aaron says, uh, morning men, uh, just on the mankini, have you seen the new tackle law in shoot shield rugby this year? They might as well all be wearing mankinis. Right. Okay. Now, what is the law? Below the chest? Something like that, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Morning, Vossy and Brandy In a comp round, you score a playing partner's score and your own
0: score. The golf club I play at, we use a scoring app. Yeah. Greenkeeping Rooster. There you go. Right. There we go. Greenkeeping. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's right. So every I think everyone's now got an app on their phone and they score. But you mm. score for your partner and yourself, so that you can. Mm. There's a few checks and balances in there. You can check on yes. yours. I can check on but mine. At the, but at the professional level. Wow. Well, well, it's well it's when you've got TVs and you've got big scoreboards. <laughs> just scoreboards up around round the round the traps, round the course. Yeah, yeah no, no, I, I still go about the
1: Panther Pete. I thought it was a very good uh, text. Hi James, in golf competition you have a marker who is responsible for recording your score. You record your own score for validation while your marker another or while you mark another player's score. Um he said, even if you use an app, Spiess Marker recorded the wrong score, which is David of Alton Gabby. true. He yeah, punched in. Saying. He would have punched in the wrong score, so that's why. No, no but the TV coverage, the TV coverage <laughs> had the <it> right <laughs> score all the way along. I said, they're, they're, you know, it's part of a a hundred million dollar event mm. <laughs> that we're relying yeah. on a
0: bit of it's, pencil <laughs> yeah. between winning and losing. Come on, yeah, that's time true. to move on. Uh, John of Harrington Park said, uh, I'm thinking. Tony Phil should have coached the Dragons this season as it's going to be the groundhog year. Thanks, John. Mm. Year of the Dragon in the Chinese New Year, isn't it? The Year of the Dragon.
1: Uh, questions for Ricky Ponting. Fire them in on the text. 0457736736. In our last hour... Both Andy Harper talking football and Ricky Ponting on cricket. Maybe a little bit of wine, maybe a bit of dog racing. We'll talk with Ricky. But it's all happening here on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the home of sport, SEN, 1170 AM in Sydney. We are here, of course, too, for Bryden's lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's lawyers. A little dash of Vossioki in a moment.